welcome to the first episode of Developing the Ear, where non-musicians discuss music and its influence on our lives. My name is Anthony Vassallo, and I'm joined by my co-host, Noah Siega. Tony and I are huge music fans, and even though we don't play any instruments, there's no doubt that music has been a huge influence in developing who we are today. That's why on today's episode, The Genesis, Tony and I will be discussing what bands, songs, and artists were the most impactful to us in our adolescence, and how that changed as we got older. I always felt like everybody's family plays a major part in our lives, especially when we're younger, because we don't really have a choice on what we listen to. Your parents just kind of spoon feed you what they liked. If they listen to rock, you're going to listen to rock. And as Noah and I grew older, we realized that we had our own music taste. You know, we started developing our own tendencies to what we liked, and it really influenced to who we are today. Yeah, so since I was a kid, my parents have pretty much always played, you know, music. And I'm, like, pretty thankful for the music they played looking back now. My dad's always been a classic rock fan. Rolling Stones has been his number one, for sure. And Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin included. My mom always played a bunch of, you know, 80s era music like The Cure, Flock of Seagulls, especially her favorite, you know, New Order. And um, on top of that, uh, I was born in California in the year 2000, so like within 12 months of Californication by Red Hot Chili Peppers being released, so that was always playing. My mom was playing Spanish music too, so like, you know, I would feel like pretty lucky to say that like, you know, my parents, um, you know, they exposed me to some pretty great music when I was a kid. Yeah, I was like, I have a pretty similar story. Like, my dad, he was born in 1962. So, like, he grew up, like, he was 18 in 1980. So, he kind of had, like, most of his adolescence in the 70s. So, it was very, very heavy influenced by rock and roll. And then my mom, she loved rock and roll. She was born in, like, 1967. So, she was, like, more 80s. And uh, by the time, like, I was, like, I would say eight years old in my house, my mom would always play country, and my dad always, whenever I saw him, I always, uh, he always had rock and roll. It was usually, I would say Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, Rush, uh, Bad Company. Like, he really, and it, we always made fun of him for playing the same old, like, 70s and 80s and That's even so 60s funny. rock bands. <laughs> because we're like, dude, there's so much more new stuff out. Like, what are you doing? Even when, I, like, I was younger, my, my sister, I remember her always saying, she was two years older than me. She would always say, like, Dad, why don't you, like, get into, like, some newer bands? He's like, this is the greatest music of the greatest time. And I never really understood it. Even though I liked the music, I was like, yeah, why, why does he still do this? Bro, let me kid you not. Wild Horses by the Rolling Stones. One of my favorite songs. One of my dad's favorite songs. But I just got to the point, even when I was, like, eight or nine, like, I've heard this song too many times already. Like, there's got to be other music out there. Oh my god, yeah, there was, there was a few songs that, like, I feel like would be played on a daily. Um, one that definitely comes to mind um, would be Money by Pink Floyd, which is just, like, 
it's such a classic, but I remember I was in like pre-K. I don't know. People say you only start like developing memories when you're like three, I think. I think it's like three or something like that. And I remember pre-K, you know, you're like three turning four and my mom, no matter if my mom was dropping me off and then going to work or my dad was dropping me off and going to work, they always played money. And apparently it like soothed me when I was younger. So I was like, all right, that's like understandable. Um, but like, that's always a memory. Whenever I hear Pink Floyd, especially that song, I, I kind of like, my brain kind of goes to that image. And uh, also uh, come together when, um, see my parents got divorced when I was like five. So when we would come home from my uh, dad's house, it'd be me, my older brother and older sister. And um, we'd all like sing along to that song. And uh, the Beatles were just always such a big influence. Beatles were always. I think definitely think memories that I have are like, you know, coming back home from soccer games. Um, mm -hmm. One song that me and my mom, sister, and my dad would always sing was Sympathy for the Devil, you know, by the Rolling Stones. And while we were always listening to these songs coming back from these games, you know, this is where like my parents really flex their music taste, I guess, and I didn't know at the time. And you know, my parents would always play Nirvana, and I remember I loved Smells Like Teen Spirit. Didn't even know that it was, you know, their most played out song or how legendary the band was. And I swear, my mom, every time, you know, she'd play this and I'd love it, she'd always, still to the day, be like, my mom and dad hated this, the adults hated this, now this music was totally, you know, changing for an era. And you know, it's like, even from a young age, she was always like trying to pull me on to like how amazing even Nirvana, historical Nirvana was. So, you know, rest in peace, Kurt. About the age of nine or 10, I would say I, I really, just started transitioning to like looking at somebody else to copy, I guess, since I was the youngest in my family. And uh, my brother was in pro close proximity and he played a lot of rap music. And I was like, I was so new, like it was foreign to me. You know yeah. what I mean? I was very, um, although I was able to go on the internet and like I, I knew of like the pop, pop music and everything. Um, I didn't know about like Lil Wayne and Kanye West and all these other rappers. and. My brother showed me like Lil Wayne the first time, and the first like rap music video I saw was Lollipop, and I, oh, it, I was just course, like, "What is going?" I was so like, "Yo, what in the world?" Also, a, a huge influence would definitely be Odd Future, like Tyler Creator, Earl Sweatshirt, uh, Frank Ocean, Haji Beats, but everybody was just—it was such a great collaborative and um, I was about like 11, 12 like growing up listening to that. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, I was almost probably the opposite. Like I remember coming into my own thinking, I'm done listening to mom and dad's music and me being the oldest, I guess it was up to me to find my own and I guess the modern pop of Drake at the time and Kanye. I don't know, for some reason I just had this attitude about me, which was, I'm gonna listen to real rap music, which, you know, to me was going to be, you know, the greats, which was like Tupac, Biggie Smalls, Eminem. So like, I went through a huge stage of 90s rap and some Nas included in there. Jay-Z, so yeah, oh yeah, of course, you know, 2000, early 2000s, 50 Cent, I love 50 Cent. I repeat, will the real Slim Shady please stand up? We're gonna have a problem here. Y'all act like you never seen a white person before.
you know, just like my mom said about Nirvana and her parents is like, I mean, my parents hated me playing rap music around and like, not because I couldn't appreciate it, but just they didn't need that intensity and that loudness of that Eminem rap and vulgar, definitely vulgar. Even looking back now, even as an adult now, some oh, of those lyrics, I you know, I, yeah, I'm not, it's not the same, it's not the same. But, you know, I definitely went through a, a transition there where I found music on my own. Once I got to like mid, like high school, I started listening to like 90s, like a Tribe Called Quest, Wu Tang, of course, Tang, of course. Mob Deep, Nas. Okay. And I remember like Montana 300. I don't know if you know him, but he like his he would like make drill rap, and I like kind of like that early drill rap. Yeah, and my brother hated it. Like that was like the first kind of like moment where I like something where like my brother was like oh. really like ooh that's not yeah. for me and I was like yeah well you know I like it and then like in a year I kind of grew out of that um, I think in high school also one thing I did was uh, I kind of fell into the kind of what you were saying how like you were like oh I'm not gonna listen to this like like horrible like pop rap mm -hmm. I'm gonna listen to the OGs in middle and in, in high school like my friends a lot of them like went on soundcloud and would find like these independent guys who like made really good music but like yeah. you could tell like the quality what just wasn't couldn't even yeah. match and uh it was still like good music but that was kind of like my way of like rebelling like oh you know i don't like this pop anymore i'm gonna listen to the old stuff and the stuff that's like underground <laughs> Yeah, so basically, you know, I guess one thing that influenced and shaped me from this era of music was definitely, like, going out and finding my own music. Eventually, I got to that age where I needed that, you know, I needed that pregame playlist in my headphones, in my zone, and I needed to listen to what I wanted to listen to. And, like, you know, it's something I would do for the rest of my life is, like, take immense pride in creating playlists pregame, pregame playlists, you know, like, on the bus to the game, on the drive to the game. And so that's definitely something that, you know, I did for, for the rest of my life, you know, make pregame playlists. Dude, I would listen to, I would listen to mostly rock and roll, honestly, now, now that I think about it, because I feel like my dad took me to most of my soccer games, mm -hmm. like my travel games, and, um, but I guess for JV, I was honestly in my, like, Earl Sweatshirt, A Tribe Called Quest stage, Word. so it really just, like, got me calm, I was a very aggressive player on the pitch, uh, I wanted to just <laughs> I see. knock motherfuckers out, A Tribe Called Quest, like, dude, their rhyme schemes and all that, mm -hmm. like, it really helped develop me as um, a writer and like oh, yeah, in poetry because I, I love writing poetry. And then once I was like 16, 17, I got into like punk rap and shit and like Suicide Boys, NASCAR Allos, City Moore, Puya Ghost Man, all those crazy eyes. Like they would get me so hyped for track meets because I, I ran long distance. So it was just, I just knew the pain was coming. But um, generally, I probably wouldn't say I like had another transition. If maybe there were three major ones, uh, musically, my like one that I've had up until now was definitely you know like eighteen, nineteen, you know, nearing twenty years old, and it was just really realizing like how goaded my parents and their music days were because they had been playing great music since I was a kid, and like you know I had those years where I just wanted to throw it away and not listen to that old people music because you know you're young and naive and you know the best like you know I have only my parents to thank um, you know for giving me such great music but that music definitely has shaped who I am today I definitely enjoy like laid-back rock and roll or like 80s techno and synthesizers I do love synths 
you know, Tame Impala being a modern example. Oh, like, yes. I love synthesizers, and so, like, I love the techno sounds, and so, like, you know, all of that coming together, I realized, like, I, you know, I've taken a step back from, like, rap being my favorite category. I'd say, like, you know, my music taste has probably definitely come back to ground, come back towards the ground, which was what my parents gave me at first. And a lot of my friends, like, some of their parents weren't into, like, classic rock, mm. so then they would come to, like, you know, we were all chilling when we were, like, 13, like, play basketball, play football, like, what else are you really gonna do? Play video games. And, like, you know, we play music, and some of them would, like, put on bands that my, I've heard a million times, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, all this, and I'm just like, eh. I don't know about you, but, like, you know, if I end up having children one day or something, mm -hmm. I'm gonna pass this music down to them. Like, no I'm doubt. not playing rap. I don't even know what's going on in popular rap anymore. Like, I don't right. follow, like, I have no idea. When people say, like, different headlines or this album's coming out, I really usually don't, like, remember. Um, a lot of music I've been listening to now, honestly, has been, like, uh, SZA, um, Lana Del Rey. Like, I always knew, like, Lana Del Rey, of course, and, like, Lord. Amy Winehouse, people like that, but they really like adore them. Mm -hmm. So they would have them on all the time, and they have such beautiful vo voices, and the writing's always really strong. And um, so I've gone like places where I never like really thought I would go. And now whenever somebody's like gonna show me a song and they say like, yo, this might be like you know it's very niche or something, I'm like, yo, I'll give it a try because oh, yeah. you never you really oh, never yeah. know. I you know there was a stage when I was in middle school listening to like drill rap. I never thought I was gonna want to listen to just like. A single like woman just sing her heart out. You know what I mean? I always thought right. that was lame. I was like, right. oh, like, I don't like know beautiful what it is. music. Beautiful, it's but beautiful it's literally music. beautiful. It's angelic literally beautiful voices. Music. I I would definitely say like. On top of the music I listen to now, like I like I mentioned earlier, I look for new music all the time. And the way I, you know, eventually, like started going about that was I love the songs on FIFA, man. The songs in those FIFA yes, soccer yes. video games, man. If you've played them, you know how good they are. They got music from all over the world, indie, alternative music, like. And I would just go through the playlist on Apple Music and listen to those artists and listen to those songs, and like it would just help me like branch out into new artists, like you said coming to appreciate sounds of music that like, I definitely, you know, eight years ago, seven years ago, would have looked down upon. And yeah. so, like, no, I am very happy with my, you know, music growth, for sure. Yeah, and music really just shaped me because you listen to it every day. It's like a constant, like, you might not notice it right away, but over, like, six months of listening to, like, the same people or the same type of music, you, you see changes, like in how you act even. Like I've become a more patient person mm -hmm. listening to like slower music and not keeping like the oh, intense yeah. rap on. You know what I mean? You, it really does change you. I did play the trumpet from like fourth grade to eighth grade. Um, maybe a little bit in third grade. I think they had you try out a few things and then you like decided. But I only played like at the school. I didn't like go home and I would practice the songs that we were learning but I would never like try any new things. And a few of my friends, like my friend Ryan Brown, he's in a band. And uh, he would go home and like do his own like, little thing. And that's what a musician really is. Mm -hmm. And like, even though I'm not a musician, I feel like I, I could recognize that and still take away so much from music. For sure. Like, I mean, I wanted to play the drums. If you try to get me to play the piano, I was too young and ignorant and naive to accept that that would have been badass now to know how to play the piano or the guitar. But what I will say is like, I've been appreciating music since before I could even know it.
and that's what's beautiful about music at the end of the day, man. It's like, you know, it brings everybody together. You don't have to be a musician, you know, and you don't have to like all kinds of music. You can be super niche or super broad, like, and that's what is so beautiful to me about music, which is, you know, honestly why we wanted to talk about it in the first place is yeah. like, you know, how amazing music is just to the common person and how influential it can be to making someone who they are. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I, I just hope everybody uh, who listens to this can at least think of a memory where, you know, music made them feel happy or like really impacted their lives. Without music, man, nah, I don't know where I would be. I don't know who I'd be, honestly, because um, music is something that, is very personal and important to me and I um you know I, I listen to music every day so without it you know don't know who I'd be and um you know with that being said I feel like my ear is still developing and so I'm sure you feel in the same way Tony we're 100%. still growing and learning as music appreciators and we probably will till the last day we listen to music which will be the day I die Thank you for listening to the first episode of Developing the Ear. My name is Noah Siega. And I'm Anthony Vassallo. Thanks once again. Have a great day.